Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Dead Baby Bear Podcast. Dead Baby Bear. Long story. It's the Dead Baby Bear Podcast (laughs) brought to you by the Northern Queen. Edibles. Formerly K4. They pulled the plug. They pulled the plug real fast. Real fast. That's the worst part about having a podcast is like losing advertisers, right? When they're like, you were worth nothing to me. Goodbye. No added value, goodbye. I don't even, like, I feel like most of our advertisers are just people that uh, want to help us. Not that they, they are getting much. Although, I'm sure Northern yeah. Queen has gotten a few out of me and stuff, so I don't feel like we've totally been, like, right. totally not valuable for them. So, and wait, what were you saying about Brittany Campbell? Brittany Campbell, she's a comic from, well, she's from PEI, and then she was in Edmonton for a while. But anyway, so I was on, I went out to the East Coast, and like, she was like, when I first was out there, she was like, what do I do to get more time? And I was like, book a tour and I'll let you open for me. And she did, she booked a whole tour. She opened for me, it was great. Hmm. Like, that's what I tell all comics. I'm like, if there's a comic that wants that's to That's what go- I tell everybody. Uh, but Sean, Why don't you book me up? But Sean, and honestly, <laughs> like if, if, honestly, if somebody wants to go on the road with me, sure. book a tour and I'll go. Like Absolutely, I, and yeah. you can open for me. That's what I like about you is you're open, like, because most people would say, like, we should, and then never do it, right? Yeah. That we, somebody says, we should work together. We should. Yeah, and I know. And then you leave and it doesn't happen. But at least you're honest enough to be like, listen. If you book it, I will This is probably how this is going to happen. Yeah. Is if you book it. I'm not booking you. Well, that's what everyone told when I first started. You book it. When I, exactly. I'm not doing it. But when I first started comedy, I'm like, how do I get more spots? And then someone's like, start an open mic. Ha ha. And then I started Blue Chicago, and it was shit. But it kind of like started, like it, it started. Then we started getting more rooms. Like then it started a chain reaction of you doing comedy in rooms that then the bar would shut, shut down. down. Yeah, every every single <laughs> room. Oh my god! Even Empress, and I didn't even really start Empress. I was just like there when it started. Like I kind of like, they asked me if I wanted to do it, and I said I don't want to do a weekly room, but I know Claire is really great, and she would yeah. do it. So anyway, but that's fucking funny because like now Empress is closed. Oh my god! Don't ever well, have me start an open mic in your business. It will close. No, it just it sort of close. it just sort of tells you the nature of the bar industry, yeah. right? Where they're like, we're dying here. Yeah, we're fucking dying, Frank. We got no money. Like, what should we do? I don't know. Hail Mary, comedy night. That because Blue it Chicago wasn't like show, you, it well, wasn't like Blue Chicago was ripping the world on fire. Oh and God, it was, comedy. it was it was going out of business. Well, it was owned by I, I think I don't know for sure. I'm pretty sure it was like owned by some rich kids. Like their parents bought it for them, and and then it turned it out just to be like a free place for all the kids in Crestwood to go and drink and like. Ugh, so that has to be like that's a, you know we always bitch about rich people, but that has to be the worst part of being rich. Is like your children are mooching who, off you who don't have the skills that normal people grow up with. Like you know, normal people have these yeah. this scar tissue that pushes them to success in, in industry. It's or whatever. probably even more frustrating for a self-made rich person, like someone who was poor yeah. and then got money. And then, their and kids then you are have like, kids are like, well, I don't do that. You're like, you will fucking. <laughs> well, yeah, and they have this weird sense that like, well, everything pays off, right? Yeah. I mean, dad, like you, you just started fucking leasing bobcats. That's and all that, I did. So. Yeah. I guess I, I guess you just start something and you're rich. I guess that so, if you give me a million dollars, I'll start my business. We'll yeah, see so, if it works. So it's like all these rich dudes who are like made their money at, like as tax lawyers, yeah. as like leasing farm equipment, like real world, like just real shit yeah. that they had to muck around in. And then their kids are like, I'm going to open a bar. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to open a bar. Exactly. I want to open a fucking restaurant. <laughs> and the dads have, the, or moms, like whatever, whoever's yeah. rich has to be like, 
you don't fucking just open a goddamn restaurant. <laughs> you, you know, and then, the, but then at some point it's like somebody else steps in and goes, come on, yeah. you know, your dad helped you. Yeah. So you, and you're like, God damn it. Yeah. I'm putting a hundred G's on blue Chicago. <laughs> I put it on blue and it's gonna land I on red. Have to, I have to drop one hundred thousand dollars to get some new floors in blue Chicago. So, so my son can, can run a, a restaurant into the fucking ground. <laughs> so Parker can open a bar. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, life. though, I have friends that open restaurants and some have been very successful, but most are not. But I think the biggest problem was if you are a social person and you open a restaurant or a bar, you then now have to convince your friends that they have to pay for stuff because sometimes like my friend that owned the one restaurant he was like people would come in and like the girl he was with that he owned it with she would just like give free booze out and blah blah and he'd be like i we need to make money like you need to actually tell your yeah, friends but these are our friends yeah but your friends have to, so they should pay that they should automatically pay that's for what, sure yeah that's why i'm like i've never as soon as you buy the vodka you start to care who drinks it absolutely you know? like that as soon as you bought it yeah. Well, that's all it takes is like, I bought this box of rum. I'm bringing it in the back. Oh, yeah. And then some girl is going like that, like pouring it, yeah. loosely pouring it into seven glasses. And you're like, what the fuck? Well, that's like even like for the wedding at, at, that we're having the, we have to, we, it's not going to be an open bar because that's too, I'm too fucking expensive, but it's like $5 drinks. Closed bar. So it's like seven, we pay, so the bar, the drinks are $7. We pay $2 per drink. Why don't you guys do it like dry grad? Yeah, no one's like, allowed to drink. Where you have two weddings, one's dry and yeah. one's oh, soaked. Oh, fuck that, no. One is soaked. One is soaked. They're one both going to be soaked. One is wedding and the other one's dry as a bone. They both everybody's have to be soaked. Like, everybody's just eating shit. Nah, Talking nah. about love. Kathleen and Adam are the soaker couple. Yeah, <laughs> we got to have everything a soaked. Super soaker. Yeah, oh, it's going to be a super be soaker. It's going to be like crazy weird. Weird. Yeah, like I think you guys are just, because Adam's going to be cooking and hammered. Uh, yeah. Like, he's like that's be nothing new. Hammered and cooking. That's nothing new. He's he's been like blackout drunk and he's made me a great. Yeah, but steak now before. he's making like. Well, did that bitch? Is she? Did she click? Did she put steak or chicken on her form? <laughs> he's got to go through all these check marks he and be wants like, how many do chickens it. do we need? I know. He of wants he to does. do Why it. Not? He'll cook for everybody. It is like a great way of being able to cut your interaction short. Yeah, actually, right? that so was one of the reasons why he said it. That's probably why I would do it. Yeah, you know, I was like, I can't really. Cook, I got to work. But I got to. Yeah, I wouldn't mind like, oh, fuck, there's that uh, p- person from somebody else's family that I don't want to talk to. I'm going to really like yeah. drill oh, down got, on this chicken. We're so busy right now. We just, I, so, I can't talk right now. <laughs> but then if a friend comes by, you're like, oh, I, fuck, I'm it. Gonna, fuck it. Like, I'll just leave we're that fine. on for 30 minutes. <laughs> it's got to go 30 minutes on either side It's a good way anyway. to avoid people. It's the most Pick annoying you part. you want to talk to. It allows you to choose your own adventure. I haven't, I haven't even got, like, I think I've... For like those RSVP cards, I know I said I don't need them back till August 30th, but that was a mistake. I also said that the wedding starts at six, but the ceremony's at six. So I'm like an idiot. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm an idiot. I'm so dumb. But I've only gotten you're like, like the a, opposite of Bridezilla. I don't know what I'm doing and I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're just like yeah. I don't, I'm not even really involved. I don't really want any control. If I had more money, I would pay for a planner. I might even look into that. Yeah, because they send out the right times and everything. Well, they do. Well, for the one, we do have a planner where she just runs the day. Because I don't want to do any of that shit. I don't. No. But I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm such an idiot. I'm doing, like, I, I don't know. I just made a lot of mistakes <laughs> so far. Yeah, you're going to show up in a fucking black dress with a veil and be like, <laughs> I, I. Oh, my God. They, they did the wrong one. I bought a veil. I don't. I'm embarrassed to say how much it was. Like, I'll tell you off air, but I was horrified. 
And I'm, like, well, I, I'm not going to care then. No, but I don't want to <laughs> tell everybody. I don't want everyone yeah. to think I'm an idiot. Because I, I feel like an idiot. But there's, I've never, I'm going to start a veil making business. Everybody are, says that when they buy an overpriced Yeah, something. I guess so. <laughs> Every time you buy an overpriced anything, you're like, fuck, I'm going to start making pots. Because I just bought a pot. I'm going to start dealing coke. I was looking for a cheap pot. <laughs> Basically, what it comes down to is people, they want something, right? They're like, I need a shelving unit yeah. for my for back inside my house. Yeah. I'm going to go look for some. And yeah. then they're like, 280 fucking dollars. And then they look for a cheaper one, and it's yeah. all like 280 plus. And then they're like, fuck, I'm going to start making fucking but the thing is, shelving I, units. How hard is it to make a vape? This is the thing I don't get. Like, I, I want to know how much work goes into Because I understand paying for people's time and yeah. work. Like, I bought it's these earrings from this girl on Instagram. And she's native. And I paid, like, I think they were, like, 80 bucks for them. But, like, it t- these are these are really time-consuming to I don't to think, make. actually, I think that's the only context in which you're allowed to still use the word native. Oh, we can't use you, native? No, oh, aboriginal? that's gauche. Oh, God, but I don't you know. said, but I think you're allowed to say it when you bought something off of one of them. <laughs> I think when you, like, engage them in business and they were the winner. So we're supposed to say aboriginal to say now? Yeah, for aboriginal sure? or First Nations. Or indigenous. or indigenous. Oh, okay, First Nations. I'm an asshole. I don't know. I... But no, you can go down. The, you can go back to the 90s if you're buying shit off of them. Yeah. For sure you can. Yeah, I but guess. But next time you bring it up, <laughs> if you didn't buy something off of them, then you would have to go with aboriginal or First Nations. <laughs> It's See, so we're learning. complicated. It, it is complicated. It's so, Business is complicated. I saw like a video of this guy who like, uh, so he was wearing a tank top and on the tank top there was a picture of the Imperial Japanese flag. And then people mm-hmm. started commenting like that's a really shitty thing to have on you. And he then he said, I had no idea. I took the shirt. I threw it out. I apologize to anybody. Blah, blah. And then... This one girl kept hammering at him and kept making videos about him and stuff. And he goes, I acknowledged what I did. I acknowledged that it was wrong and I got rid of it. I don't know what else you want me to do. But he's like, now I feel like, cause he's a creator. So but I think it's like anybody that makes any, puts any kind of art or anything out there. He's like, I don't know. I'm so afraid of like everything now. I'm so afraid I'm going to offend someone. And I don't know, like, are we allowed to call it orange juice anymore? Does it have to be citrus squeeze? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what we can do anymore. So I think a lot of people are feeling that way. And like, even comedians, but John Doerr was here this weekend and he did not give a fuck. And it was so fun. Yeah. His sets were so good. He did a set where... I, sh- I don't want to, like, I don't, I'm not going to, t- that's another thing I have to tell you off because I don't think it should be spread, but it was, like, something that happened to him that is 100% true, and he's working through it in his mind, but he did it on stage, and that was, like, one of those sets where you, like, watch a comedian, and you're like, these people don't even know how crazy this set is, like, how good it is, and how, like, yeah. personal it is, like, they don't even know what they're really witnessing right now because they don't. No well, and that's also true. sort of like the genius of John Doerr, right? It's like, yeah. he'll slip real things in. Yeah. And it's like, is this fucking, is this a, am I, what do I believe, right? Because like, he'll, everything is sort of like absurdist, misdirection, yeah. but then some really real stuff. Totally. And then he'll just drop it in. And yeah. they're like, wait a minute, that seemed real. Yeah. But, but it, then the other one seemed real too. It was. Because he's also so good at selling the misdirection. Oh, yeah. Like, he's most people so could never, good. most people no. could never get away with what he does no because they i would do it once i would do like one misdirection like Mm -hmm. and then i had to leave the chinese food restaurant or whatever like and uh the crowd would be like oh and then i would do one more and they'd be like yeah we got it we got it you go (laughs) you're you're on the bus so it's weird that you're masturbating like holy (laughs) fuck dude 
say something real. But John would just like, he'll commit. He commits like no other comic I've seen. The only other comic I think that I've seen that commits so hard to his bits is Andrew Iwanek. That he does not like yeah. leave his, what he wants to do is what's going to happen. Whether the crowd fucking hates it or loves it, he's just going to yeah. keep doing it. And yeah, that's like the same thing with John Dorr. That He was so great. He was at the festival this weekend. Chris Locke was there. Chris Locke was so fucking funny. Oh, he's so silly and weird. At like this one point, he like looked at his phone. He's like, oh, my wife's texting me. And he turns around, starts texting her and goes, hey, bitch, I'm an Edmonton. <laughs> like, it was just, he was just so funny. But he's another comic that is very like in his head about everything. Like after every show, he was like, is that okay? Was that okay? I think they hated me. And I'm like, no, like. Yeah. Well, when- I just had to listen to like the, because. Jim and Will they did your recorded an EP? Al- yeah, album like EP tracks whatever yeah. the fuck and I was just I had to listen to it before we submitted it yeah, it was just awful. like oh my god because yeah. it just gives you a glimpse into the audience's world yeah like I don't usually live in audience world I live in like I'm on stage and what's wrong with these fucking dolts <laughs> But you That's have to be able to, You. this is the thing I said to Chris, is like, you have to be able to once in a while admit that you're really talented and funny. And you have to do the same thing. Because you're always like, I'm garbage, I'm shit, everyone hates me. No, you got to listen to this first. Before, <laughs> you have to listen to these tracks first. Well, Jim you said it was take. good. Jim is, you know, he, you know, he's got he's got skin in the game. Jim is a liar, though. But he's, he yeah, he's got make... skin in the game. He's not going to be like... If it, if it was shit, like, well, if it was shit, he's not going to be like, oh, let's send this to to they Sirius. Did, they did try to renegotiate their twenty percent up to fifty because <laughs> initially it was twenty, and then they were like, after hearing these tracks, yeah, we might have to go with a higher price point. And I, so we're negotiating, but no, you and Chris Locke both have to get better. At, like once in a while, admitting you don't even have to admit it out loud. But just admit it in your head so that you're not always like, I'm terrible. I, I can't said. because I, I, I don't believe that. I and know. I, like, I listened to these tracks and I was like, you sound like a fucking... Well, don't dude. listen to yourself. That's the biggest mistake. Like, And I know you he have might, to listen to yourself. He might lose his edge if he starts to like he himself. Might. No, I don't even need him to like himself. I just <laughs> I just want every once in a while for but you to be big, like, hey, I, actually I had brought a good some, set. I brought... Because I, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do a segment. Be, and this is good because... Because um, it's exhausting cheerleading. for You don't make me do this. But it was kind of exhausting cheerleading Chris along... Because he kept on being like, are you sure, are you sure? I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's sort of like when a guy has a million dollars and you have 500000 and they're like, yeah. I, don't think, I don't feel rich. And you're like, you're rich. Yeah, like you, you don't sit you're around. Like, Listen, you fucking have more money than I do. Like you don't sit around and ask me, was it good? Am I good? Am I? Because you don't, you don't think you're good enough. You don't have to ask anybody. I don't anybody. need to ask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like once in a while, you have to admit, but you Chris have to have some just, sort Chris of is... ego in this. You have to have a little bit of ego. I mean, you... it's mostly crazy people because it's not because I, I I brought some notes today because I wanted to talk about how you could um, uh, if people want to become a comedian. Yeah, there's like because it's sort of like, um, you know, when Penn and Teller tells people about magic and yeah. stuff. this is sort of like, you know, because the Dave Chappelle is the funniest comedian in the world, but he's not the funniest person in the world. Yeah. Right. There's probably like a thousand humans funnier, that are funnier than him, yeah. but they're like really fucking at... accountants in yeah. Kuala Lumpur or whatever. They don't need to fucking get up there and talk. Yeah, Kuala Lumpur is very funny people. Yeah, they're very funny. They're known for their humor. Or some humor. Yeah, some lady, some lady, a, a homemaker in Fiji is probably the funniest human alive. Yeah. But she doesn't like need to get up there and be like, look yeah. at me. So, but if anybody wanted to be a comedian, there's like a, there's a lot of tricks, right? Yeah. It's like a it's like a big card game up there. It's not hard. Yeah. So I have like um, cheat sheets for comedians. 
So the non-comedians that want to get into comedy, there's like a bunch of tricks. I got like three um, tricks that you can do to be a comedian like overnight. Yeah. Right? So number one is um, relationship comedy. Oh, everyone loves a good relationship joke. Right. So everyone can relate except for single people. Yeah, and then even they're like, sort of like, oh yeah, I fucked a guy a couple times once. Yeah. And I, I get it. Like. Yeah, I get it. I get it, even though I don't feel it. Yeah, so if you want to do relationship comedy, um, you basically have to, as a male performer, you have to um, write a, set, a joke about how dumb you are. Yeah. Because the crux of a relationship joke is like just a five second misogynist take on something. Yeah. That's old school misogyny, but you can't just do that joke because that's rude. Yeah. So you have to like write a joke before it that is like about how dumb you are <laughs> and how great your wife or girlfriend is. Yeah, like the Jim Gaffigan. My wife writes all my material for me. She she does. Anyway. Does she? Not all. She writes all. She's he's she's a his partner or his writing partner. He said it before. That is a weird thing to admit, isn't it? I don't know. I've never. At I, least he admits it. Yeah, at least he puts it out there. Yeah. But you don't have to go that far. You could. All you have to do is just uh, write a joke about how dumb you are and how great your wife is. Yeah. And then do the misogyny at the end. So you just think of like a misogynist joke and then you talk about how dumb you are before it. Yeah. So To soften the blow. To soften it, right? Yeah. And so here's, I have an example. Okay. I, I love this. A, You're doing like a workshop right this now. This is good. Yeah. No, I think this is going to work. Sean's I workshop. can do, these are just three. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So the example uh, is my wife, I tell you, I, lo- <laughs> I love the lady to death. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> You know, without her around. Did you type "aw man"? No, I didn't. Okay, type darn that. it! I wish you. I just added that. Okay. In. <laughs> without her uh, around our house, it would just be me and the kids looking at each other like, uh, "What do we do now? What, what happened to the lady who knew what time everything was?" Uh, she's great, and I'm so dumb. I can't even eat food properly. I just throw things at my mouth like a spider monkey. So now I've established that she's awesome, yeah. and I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> and now you can just go right into the misogyny. So what's the misogyny? It's right here. Okay, let me hear it. Anyway. Hit me with the misogyny. <laughs> any, uh, anyway, the other day, my uh, gorgeous and brave wife. <laughs> Stop. Oh, God. She, com- she comes home, and she's not a car person. That's fair to say. She says her car's running funny and asks where the dipstick is. Uh, you want to know where the dipstick is for the car you've driven nine years? I'd skip the check level part and go right to add oil. Put in a bunch. Right? And then, so that's it, right? So that's just a template of, like, how you do that. Yeah. That's easy. Relationship comedy. If you're a woman, all you do is you lose the I'm dumb part. Yeah. That doesn't help anybody. And then go to small penis, uh, small penis, or I'm not going to fuck you, you desperate loser kind of stuff. Like, somebody tried to fuck me, and I said, "Uh uh-uh. That kind of thing. And then a small penis reference to go with it. So it's really easy to switch it for a girl. It's so easy. Um, and then the other one is nostalgia. Yeah. Like, do you do... I do a lot of nostalgia stuff. Yeah, like stories from your past and, like... Or well, just, like, stories of how it used to be. Or yeah, it's like how do. things used to be yeah. and how things are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's a big one. And all you have to do is... Uh, all, you just... all you Everything that's modern is safe. Yeah. Is safer and less exciting. Right? So all you do is you go back and say, when we were kids, uh, we had this other thing that was more dangerous, but we ended up better for it. 
Dottie, right? don't eat the pot plant. Is Dottie eating marijuana? Yeah, she, Dottie! She's what? Into, let, let her get into edibles. No! It's medicine. No! Okay, sorry. Okay, so that's this. Oh, so then I have, uh, so here's an example of nostalgia. Okay. This is a nostalgia joke. These kids today, I'm telling you, <laughs> they're going to grow up thinking the world is easy because their parks are filled with wood chips and foam. Ours had hard-packed sand and 50-foot-high metal rockets you could climb. If you hit, you slip. If you slipped, you hit every aluminum branch on the way down. Half the time you go to the park and there'd be a kid laying on the ground knocked out from a fall and you'd snap your fingers and he'd run home. So that's how you do it. Okay. Right? This Old isn't thing. your best work. This is... No, I'm not... But these, <laughs> these aren't... These are just templates. You're, oh, okay. Templates. Okay, okay. These aren't even jokes. These okay. are templates for Ideas. people to say okay. like, oh, okay, that's I how understand. you do it. Okay. Because when I'm learning things online, they're like, here's how you write a resume. And I'm like, give me the fucking template. Give me the... Show me what I can plug my words into. <laughs> right? So yeah. this is... And then nostalgia is not easy because uh, you have to be older. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I think when I was 25 and I tried to do nostalgia comedy, I would just be like, you lucky fucks yeah. playing your Mario 3. When I was a kid, we were playing Mario's 1 and 2. So that's not enough time to have passed, right? Yeah. But it works good now because we're old. Yeah, we're old now. So we can do, like, remember what phones used to be? Maybe that's why, like, you have to be older to get really, really great. Well, I mean, it just takes a long time to get really great at comedy. But, like, you most, like, comics will start peaking... In their late 30s, early 40s. Sure, sure. Keep saying that. Not us. That. Keep saying that. Not us. We're going to be 50s George, or 60s. It's like smokers that are like, well, George Burns didn't die till he was 95. <laughs> well, there was one old person who did well once. Yeah. But I mean, like, most in your 30s, that's like, there's not like, I mean, there's a few comics in their 20s that are like, just kind of, but I think like, you have to have, you have to have life experience a little bit, yeah. You've stuff. got to relate to the most, you got to relate to the highest number of people. And usually yeah. you can only do that when you're like, yeah, 35, yeah. 40, because you're right in the middle. And now a younger demographic might be interested and an older demographic might be interested. It's harder yeah. when you're like 22 to really engage everybody because anybody over 30 is going to be like, fuck off. Yeah. One time I went to a pool party and the water was colder. You're like, this fucking kid. Like, we don't care about younger people problems. Well, that's why people used to always say, like, don't do airline jokes because, like, most people don't fly all the time. Like, like back when they were popular, yeah. you know? Cause, they, like, they fly enough. Yeah, they know about the cookie. They know yeah. about, everybody knows about the cookie and yeah. the small seat. Nowadays. And you can only lean like before, back a sixteenth of an inch. Before, not many people flew that often before, I don't think. No. Like, it's oh, just it's hard to bring up airplanes because people in, instinctively know, like, oh, this is, like, probably old. Yeah. Old school comedy. Yeah. Because like, because what's, what hasn't been done when it comes to like planes is like maybe cr there's not enough crashing material. Yeah. You know, but everything else has been covered. There's not food, enough. The crash. food's all. Yeah. Like we need more airline crash jokes. <laughs> man, have you guys ever been on one of these planes and hands out these little cookies and then you fucking fall out of the sky? <laughs> have you ever been on a plane and been like, how is this happening? Like you, know, I am sometimes on a plane, especially if I've had an edible, and I'm like. How are we still in the air? This is crazy. Yeah, it's weird because you're like, this should be way louder. It shouldn't should it? be louder. Like going up, going up in like in the sky should I be. I still louder don't understand how airplanes work. Why is it so quiet? It should be way it louder. Should be way it should be louder. way harder to do this <laughs> than it is. It just seems like you kind of get up and up you go. Exactly. Now you're in the clouds and you're really trusting other people at that point. Yeah. Like it's weird when people say like, I have trust issues. Like you're on a plane. You've been on a plane. That's a massive leap. Yeah of trust yeah you trust WestJet enough to hire the right person 
to be in the right seat at the right time and not fucking kill you. Yeah. Like what? When? What would you trust? What else? What else would you trust WestJet with? Nothing. Not, not much, but I do trust them with my life. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> I trust WestJet with my life, but yeah. if they send me an email about a deal, I'm like, fuck you, you scam artist. Scam Cock artist. Sucker. <laughs> fucking charging me for an extra bag what kind of like advice would you give to comedians that is not like comedy wise like it's more like that's more like uh, behavior wise like how to be cool when you start like I when what? I started I got like have a car that's the one thing I cannot believe how many comics do not drive like I cannot believe that now because like, when I started they were like oh like if you have a car you will work more and I did like I had a car headliners be like yeah if yeah. you have a car I'll work with you but if you're a younger comedian you're like what am I what do I need a car for to drive from my phone to my tablet and make another TikTok <laughs> video like why do I need a fucking car to go to Grand Prairie yeah, with you yeah I guess like, nobody's going on the road anymore the problem with like TikToks and stuff is like it's a weird because you'd think you're on one level you're like fucking you know fame is fame yeah. or like notoriety is notoriety yeah. or like but it's it that's where social media can kind of skew things where you're like, wow, look at how many followers they have on this platform or that platform. Yeah. But then it's like, well, what, what if we put all your followers, followers into a gymnasium and made them have a buffet and you could just hang out with them? Yeah. You might be like, Jesus Christ, why do I care about the number of followers I have? Look at them eating hot dogs. Yeah. Look at these lunatics. Yeah. They're I all can. children. Half of them are fucking children. There's 98 <laughs> bots. A couple of old people. That'd be hilarious if all of your followers were put into one room. Like, just that'd be hilarious. And you can just watch them eat hot dogs. Oh my god, and that'd be horrifying. And talk to each other at tables. And you walk around, and then you walk in and do a little speech, like, "Hey, it's Kathleen, everybody." Well, it's famous so weird nowadays because it's just so common now. Like, it's weird. It's like everybody like is famous now. Like, there's everybody knows somebody that has quite a few followers on TikTok, and then. They're getting free stuff. They're getting money from the creator account if they have enough. Like, everybody knows somebody, but then you're like, like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of cool, but it's also like, uh, it's nice seeing people make money, right? It's nice seeing people make money. I mean, you know, astronauts, the trickle down, yeah, trickle down, the day the trickle down blasted off. Yeah. That was my favorite thing is like (laughs) just watching these like fucking guys just blast, like, it guys, the trickle down works. So what you do is you give rich people a lot of money, and then they start to hire more people, and more people in their downstream start to have more yeah. money, and they buy cars. <laughs> right. And in five, four, three, and then they're off into fucking space. Like, no, they went the other way. They actually did go the other way with it. Yeah, they just wasted money. Instead. They just went to fucking space. Yeah. To do nothing. They're not setting up like a medical center up there. No, they're, they're not just doing floating anything. around. They're Who just they're just shit? shoving in the face of Amazon employees. Like, no, you don't get a raise because Jeff had to go to space. <laughs> Jeff's in space. Yeah, Jeff's in space. Being in a hospital room as <laughs> an Amazon employee on an IV drip for a surgery you're not sure you can afford. Yeah. But you're running it through your mom's credit card and you're just <laughs> watching your boss blast off into fucking zero gravity. You're like, that's interesting. This is fascinating. I wonder when. I need nine hundred dollars or I might die. And this guy's fucking floating around the stars i know i've always said this but i feel like there will be at some point maybe not in our lifetime but there will be like a rev, a, a rebellion against rich like people will start it, killing it doesn't them. work it doesn't it just doesn't work well, it's I, happened forever there's always been like revolutions and it never redistributes never the wealth yeah it just makes like rich people go all right um so jim can't be the face of this now yeah Jim's poison. Or maybe we'll be a little so, bit more quiet yeah, but i think we're at a point Jim's where people move yeah so you just take the people so like the Jeff Bezos and the and the you know Zuckerbergs and those people yeah. like they just all of a sudden okay people seem to be rebelling big time against you guys we'll just 
pull Bill Gates back, like pull these guys back yeah. and put in a new set of faces and eyes and yeah. and make it more progressive looking. And then people will go, oh, okay, like, I guess the world's moving in the right direction. But the money stays in the same hands. Yeah. The money doesn't move. It's just the faces that we see on television change. My least favorite thing is anything where someone is like unpacking something, like unboxing videos or anything, or, or I spent $200,000, let's look at everything. It's just like... You're literally, even if it's just like, look at all the clothes I just bought. You're literally like, look how much extra money I have. Blah, blah, blah. It's just so gross watching people unbox stuff. And kids. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing. Like, they have families. We've talked about YouTube families before and how, like, disgusting they are. And how it's like, we go into Walmart and, like, we're going to blindfold you. And you got to pick out this much shit and blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to explode, like... I just find it so gross to watch people shop. People film themselves shopping, and then they're like, look how much stuff I got. I just shop and hide it somewhere. <laughs> like, or wear yeah. it when eventually. But it's just like I, I, I don't like watching. I don't understand how people can even buy clothing online. It's like, I do sometimes. How can, like, every shirt I put on is, if I take it out of a cardboard box and put it on, I'm like, what country is this double XL? Yeah, in? that's true. They do what have country did? Size charts, though. Yeah. Oh, you can do size charts? Yeah, like, there's, like, those, uh, so, like, there's that one side sheen or whatever, and it's just, like, things are, like, $5, but you do have to, like, look at every single thing you're buying and look at your measurements and if you fit, because, like, in one thing, I'll be, like, a large, and another thing, I'll be, like, a 4X. It's, like, very yeah, weird. It's all over the place. Online shopping is, like, I, it's the smartest thing for retailers, honestly, because they, like... If I go shopping in a store, I go and try on a few things. I'm like, oh, I don't like this thing. I don't like this thing. So now instead of eight pieces of clothing, I'm buying two because I tried them on and I like two. Mm -hmm. But when you online shop, you like, you're like, I like this. I like this, I like this. And you buy it all. And you're like, I'll just return it if I don't like it. And then I never return I it. I also think like the saddest part is like um, the reason online, it, I mean, obviously it's, it's massively popular. What part of the reason is. We made all the brick and mortar stuff like a, such a such a high pressure sales pitch. Yeah. Like so, we just made employees say like, "Oh, do you have your so and so card? Would you be interested in so and so card?" And like, do, you know, like yeah. everything was push, push, like push the product, get them into that change room. Like I took my dad to the audiologist, and this poor chick, you know, she just like memorized the parts of the middle ear, and took a two year course at Nate, and she's an audiologist, thinking yeah. like. Oh, my job is going to be like helping people who uh, are, you know, hearing impaired be in the right product or whatever, have the right hearing aids or whatever. And then they get to their job and realize like, oh, the whole thing is all sales. My job is sales. Like I don't, I'm not, basically everybody's like, hey, listen, everybody who comes in here is fucking deaf. Mm -hmm. Nobody comes into like the audiologist and they're, they hear well. Yeah. They're all fucked. So your job, so everybody you test is just going to fail. You're just going to, you're going to fucking run them through the little, they're going to sit in the little booth and then the button's going to turn red, yeah. like eh, deaf, this person's fucked. So your whole job is just to sell everything. So like we're sitting there like, oh yeah, we just want a two week free trial. That's what they had told us we could get. And she's like, well, I would just hate I know. for you to miss out on this deal that we have. And I, and I said right to her face, I'm like, I am so sorry yeah. that the people who own Connect Hearing are making you do this. Like, I'm very sorry that that's a part of your job. Yeah. But we just want the two-week free trial. And I totally understand that you're, you're, this is your task, essentially, is to, like, get us in the most expensive hearing aids possible because it's the only one that gives you a kickback or whatever. Yeah. 
So you get 50 bucks to sell those hearing aids and you get jack shit to sell the ones my dad is ultimately going to buy. But let's just fucking move this forward, you know? Yeah. It's but like, yeah, it was just, yeah, I, and that's what every store you go to now is oh, like. everything is it's, Everybody's just trying to sell you something so hard. Even when so I went to that. eventually people are like, fuck it, I just want to do it online. I like, even I went to like a chiropractor online. place and they were like upselling, upselling, trying to get this. Like they send you a free, free, you get one free visit and then they tell you everything that's wrong with you and then you keep going. It's like, it is sales, everything's sales. Yeah. I remember like, I, like I've done sales before and it's not fun. You end up feeling like a disgusting human. Well, I did. But uh, but we I remember going with my mom to buy a couch at the brick, and this guy like you could tell he we got like the what's the name of the guy in The Simpsons that's the worst salesman ever Gil, Gil it's good old Gil anyway oh, we yeah. got one of those guys and you could tell he had to make his quota he for had to something make his nut, yeah oh he had to make something and my mom my mom's just evil she just kept on being like this is fun watch all this he's gonna offer us he's gonna offer us Scotch guarding and like he comes back and he goes okay so. You guys, I'm going to offer you some scotch guarding. And my mom's like, okay. And she's like, no, I don't want it. And he goes, let me go talk to my manager. And my mom's like, okay, now he's going to come back and say, I can do it for 50% off. He goes, hey, so we can do it for 50% off. And my mom just burst out laughing. And then he's like, what, what? And my mom's like, I don't want scotch guarding. And stop trying to upsell me. Just give me the fucking couch. But like, it's so sad when you see like a salesperson that you know is them. desperate, yeah. desperate, yeah. desperate to make a sale. Because you can tell. When yeah. someone is desperate to make a sale and it's kind of like. Yeah, men are usually better at like leaving their morals at the door and just like letting money. Like, yeah. So as you get into sales and then you start making money. Yeah. As soon as you start making money, you're like, well, who cares about the morality of oh, it? Oh, yeah. I'm in, I'm in West That's Palm Beach. That's not just a, like, a male thing. Like the no, 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 I know. But like in general, yeah. men are better at being like, well, the money says that this is great. Yeah. I don't care that I'm getting, you know, like. Who yeah. cares? Money, sales money is great. If you're good at sales and it like, when it starts to roll in, you're just like, more, more, give me. That's the problem with sales. It's just like, you just want more and more and more. <laughs> but yeah. I don't now know. You're fucking, now you're marrying a chef. <laughs> September 25th. <laughs> How many people are invited? Well, I don't, I haven't even looked at those numbers, but I think I'm allowed to have like 75 five in there and I don't know I keep on hmm. Adam and I are the worst we're very social and especially for this one it's like it's smaller but we keep on going oh yeah 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 and then I'm like how are we gonna invite these people we're not gonna be able like yeah. Yeah, you got you guys are in that like the you know when you're going to Walmart and you're like yeah going through that little maze to get to the self-checkout yeah we're bad you're in that part of it. oh and you're we always grab it, grab it, grab it, grab it. oh absolutely we yeah. can't we're both grabbers like in that winner's line we're like oh look we need a spatula like oh that's us we keep yeah. grabbing people though grabbing people instead of spatulas yeah but that's I, the point of the wedding you're at I suck so much because like I mean I can't invite everybody in the world and it's no. just like but then people are like blatantly like asking we were in grade out loud art together it's i feel awkward when someone's like i better be invited and i'm like people do that yes i, I was better like, be invited yes. like what i was kind like of well, brain throws that out there i don't know a weird one i was like most of their brains are like i don't think i was invited and then they like get sad about it yeah but, and i don't want to i love that confidence <laughs> to be like i better be invited yeah and then i'm thinking like well you're not i feel bad now i feel worse but i'm like i can't mm. you're just like you're not on the list of people that, like, I'm not going to invite people just to invite yeah. them. I'm I mean, I, I would like you to focus more on the people that are just quietly sad they're not invited. <laughs> Rather than the one lady who's like, I better be I fucking better be invited. There. I don't want that bitch there. You know what I mean? But, oh, I, no. but the quietly sad, the people who are like, just like, oh, I don't think I got anything. Yeah. And for this thing, we have to have a guest that's like, no one is allowed to get in without 
being on this list. So I'm like, I can't just be like, just come down. I have to... Really? Okay. That's bizarre, isn't well, it? Well, I think it's just to keep it under control. Yeah. Like, it's not a huge venue. It's like an old log cabin. Like, it's very... But yeah, I think that if you... like. And my, when I was in, when I turned 18, my mom let me have a keg party and we rented the community hall across from our house. Oh my And my God. mom's like, just invite like, you know, and I was like flyering at my high school. I was oh just like, blue, blue, blue. and like people, it was packed in there. My mom was like, oh my God, we're going to get sued. Something's going to happen. We're going to get sued by someone's kid, parent for killing their kid. Well, yeah, like, uh, but yeah, but I'm so bad at like not inviting. Like, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, bring everybody, bring everybody. Of course. Yeah. It's impossible to be like, no, we stop. No. Yeah. Sorry. But it's like you... when somebody waits three hours in a line to get on a kayak at yeah. Lake Louise. And then right before they get there, it's like, I'm sorry, but this is all we're doing for today. And you're like, I've been waiting for fucking, you know? Yeah. You can't be that person who like puts the rope over and goes, no, sorry, we're sorry, closed. You can't. Sorry, Kathleen's ride is closed. Oh, I, I know you guys have been waiting here at Disney World for four hours but it's closing time <laughs> you can't do that you've got to let everybody in and then they come and they're not on the guest list like that's what you do that's yeah. what a nurse nice just have them does. show up and they're not on the guest that's list and exactly then they right. leave that's, that's such exactly a bitch right. move no, oh my isn't. god you were the person who said come but I the want venue you there. said the i couldn't venue. have you make the venue the bad guy Whatever. see why am i not a wedding planner you should invite be. everybody and then have a guy at the door going i don't see you on here goodbye yeah Oh my and then, God. like, they text you, and then the next day you wake up like, I am fucking furious <laughs> that the hotel did this. Apparently, this happened to over 80 people. <laughs> I will be having quite a crossword with West Edmonton Mall on Monday morning. And see, and then everybody wins. They feel like they were invited. Yeah. They feel like you are on their side and yeah. you're furious that they weren't allowed into the wedding. Yeah. You don't have any Do you want to be my day of planner and run the, run the show? I, I think, think you I should, should run the show. Yeah, I'm, no, it's really smart. These I are all think good you ideas. Should. Like, I was talking to a friend, too, though. Like, I want to be a funeral planner. This is the thing. Not like I don't want to work at a funeral home, but my mom's funeral was so fucking good. And I want to, like, have funerals because I don't want to go to a sad funeral. Yeah, like, I, would, I, I want you to be like, we should make a show that's called Widowzilla. <laughs> and just angry yeah, widows just widows that are like how the why the fuck would you put the casket on the left side of the room why are there crusts on the sandwiches oh my god like who in the fuck is the caterer here like she's just there for a week before yeah. like just going through everything and like what's her dress gonna be going for a fitting with her girls i don't know hen that one's a little tight it's not black enough a little tight for it's death it's not dark enough yeah, <laughs> tighter than your, tighter than tighter than my ex-husband's grip on my life. <laughs> no, that would be no, good. No, I to just have think like that it'd Widowzilla. be. But could be. I just think it'd be cool to like start planning because I think like, I don't know. I just must have a better relationship with death than most people. That I've always feel like You're it's okay just with it. like you know what it was that person's time to go, and now like we're having this and we're gonna like celebrate them because we were lucky to have them in our lives. Yeah, but, and like, people are like too busy grieving to know that you've made several mistakes. <laughs> yeah. You know, so the, I, that's why I'm always attracted to the idea of like working with animals or people that are grieving. Yeah. Because they're not going to, you know, they're not going to fill out a comment card. They're still like, you know, a month later, they're going to be like, I don't remember much about that. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. I really don't remember much about the day of my mom's funeral or whatever. And I'm like, bingo. That's the industry I need to be in is one where like a month later, every client I've ever had is like, I couldn't tell you much about what happened that day. Yeah. Because if they could, they'd be like, that guy fucked my dad's funeral up. 
<laughs> but funerals are so. Do you realize how expensive funerals are? Like, how could they, why would disgusting. they be cheap? Why would they be cheap? It's just weird. Well, my mom's funeral like was not expensive. Cheap. Like, not cheap, know. but they shouldn't. Like, literally, they were like, "We're look, you're looking at about fifteen thousand. I know they gouge $15, you. Fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, they take advantage of the no, grieving process, and we, people are like left money. My mom's was about fifteen hundred bucks, and that's fifteen hundred. Eh? Everything that she would have wanted, it was perfect, and there was no church. There was no like. Did you, ever, did you have her scotch guarded? We did, actually. You should have And had then her we set her on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I should have got her, her coffin scotch guarded. That would have pissed sure. her off. She so should have been like, it should have been like laying on like a mountain of carpets, like a, like a Viking funeral. <laughs> no, my mom was in a pine box. Like, we we're cremating. I don't know, people cremate, but they put them in a coffin first. It's like $5,000. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, we put her in a pine box and then we all got to write messages on it uh, in Sharpie and it was actually really really nice and then she got cremated hmm. like i just like the funeral industry is gross because they're taking advantage of people at a horrible time in their life where they don't know how to make a decision and you're sometimes you're just so like you it's like i think it was like four days after my mom died that we were at the funeral home and i still i'm like my mom's dead what is going on and then they're like and would you like this this and we can do this 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 and and yeah, there's still no permanence to being buried either, right? Like people oh. think people think like, you know, they like the permanence of burial because oh. it's like there's a stone, there's a big I thing, guess. there's your name. It's like this is this is me forever, but not really. It's you for a hundred years until they dig you up to make room for condos. Exactly. Like, like they're not gonna like you're only gonna be there for your maximum span of time in burial mode is five hundred years. Yeah. And then somebody eventually is gonna be like, Well, as you know, there are 38 billion humans on the face of the earth and we can either like go into more animal ecosystems and yeah. destroy them or take every dead person and make condos there all this prime what yeah has there been like re, like cemeteries I dug mean, up and like built on it, wouldn't it be i wouldn't want to live above that? a cemetery have you not seen but we never, oh. it's funny because we never That's talk good. about that do we where we're like well how do we get out of these people these animals ecosystems like yeah think about how much land is wasted on our dead on human dead so much imagine if like fucking any other animal did that where they're like well there's fucking a million dogs buried yeah you up can't there. build like, there fuck that's you. where the dogs that's are where, buried i don't fucking care if there's yeah but humans are like hey not only are we going to take up space with our living people yeah but everyone who dies gets their own plot of land yeah what the fuck are you talking about that's There's crazy. too many of you to do that shit yeah it's kind of ridiculous well i don't want to get people should be cremated burnt. and then just fucking thrown out of a tin can yeah i want to get put into a firework and then write everybody's name somewhere like if you want some permanence we'll just have a wall with everybody who's dead yeah, a wall and then be like oh is this for all the war dead no that's everybody that's, just that's everybody. all of them that's everybody. You can find them all. You just have like a mural where all the dead people are. Yeah. And you can like get a ladder and go up and see where your dad, you know, oh, it's my dad. I honestly do like think it's it's ridiculous to be burying people and like taking up. There Doesn't is all sense. this like land that you're just like, I lived by this or one. Or at and least stack them. Stack them up. That's what they do in, in New Orleans. They have like uh, mausoleums, like family mausoleums because oh, they yeah. can't bury them because it's on a swamp, right? The bodies would just float right. to the top. Which is so they fun. have these like mausoleums where they were like huge and like uh i went on a tour and they said that the bodies they'll put them in and they'll naturally cremate in there because it gets so hot that they'll just kind of and then they'll sweep them up put them in a jar and put it on a shelf inside the mausoleum but that's what that sounds like the best thing ever like instead of like having twenty thousand. but you still got your own like family house yeah but that's a lot less than like 20 people being buried side by side this is like 20 people in one yeah that's like that bad. sounds and then you can be with your sense. family like that sounds nice for eternity 
For eternity. Forever maybe, and ever. Maybe that doesn't sound great. Maybe, maybe a couple hundred years. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> eternity. That's a long time. That is a very long time. Eternity is too long. Have you been watching any of the Olympics? I kind of forgot they were even on. Oh, my God. Um, but, Jim, do you watch the Olympics? He's into the Olympics. So, he probably watches shit like Rugby Sevens. And... I tried. I don't really know. I like rugby. I'll watch rugby sevens, but I didn't know it was on. Oh, I'll watch rugby. Oh, sevens. I'll watch rugby. Always, I like the I like I... the little outfits. I like the little outfits that the boys wear. <laughs> I like the little shorts. You sexist bitch! <laughs> They're trying to do a sport. I know. <laughs> Have you seen like because like there's been like a lot of controversy for I don't know if it's all in the Olympics, but I know like one. One gymnastics team, the girls wore like a full bodysuit because they're like, we're tired of wearing these little fucking unitards for these perverts watching us do flips in the air. Like, have you seen what girl volleyball wear? They wear like yeah. little tiny short Thongs shorts and stuff. Yeah, like, it's you can it's see, like, I had a boyfriend that once was obsessed with pictures of volleyball girls. I'm like, you're kind of gross, but. Yeah, like, he just likes college-age people with great asses. And you can see, like, labias and stuff sometimes. That stuff is so tight. Really? Yes. Well, you got to be looking for it. That's why I liked Ghostbusters, <laughs> ladies' Ghostbusters. Lady is really something you got to be looking for to get to. Uh, well, I mean, pants. no, not with these volleyball girls. No. I mean, they should be able to wear whatever the fuck they want, right? They, they should be able should to wear be. what the guys wear. Like, if you want to wear, like, short, weird, yeah. those umbro, short, you know, that's, yeah. everybody should be able to wear those. Wear whatever you want. Like, why is there a uniform for women? Men never have a fucking uniform. Well, men have a uniform, too, but they're allowed to wear more. Yeah. Like, why can't girls just wear more? Yeah. Like, yeah, we should make guys play sports in, like, just a jock strap and see how they feel. Be like, oh, yeah. let's watch. We need to watch your bodies. Yeah, but then creepy girls like you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm watching all this. Exactly. <laughs> it's about time. It's, it's about, about time we time. sexualize and objectify men. I love objectifying men. That's one of my favorite pastimes. Really? I just love objectifying them. It's calling fun. Calling them brave. Um, <laughs> and gorgeous. And, and gorgeous. And, <laughs> and like just like. <laughs> Or making them feel smarter than they are. I like. Yeah. I love acting stupid around guys. Because oh my god, uh, is it Star Wars or Star Trek that has the the lightsaber thing? You don't even things? fucking know. <laughs> I love it. I love acting dumb around guys. Yes, nerd, <laughs> only nerd guys care about that. Yeah, but anything, any or sports. Then you go on about sports. Yeah, you sports. go sports. Yeah, yeah, like what? How long have the Oilers been in Edmonton? Oh, I love being like, oh my god, he, he in hockey, he got a touchdown. <laughs> I love saying that. That's one of my. I love their outfits. They look so cute. They're trying <laughs> to do the game of their lives. Let's just the say idiot. I just don't take men seriously at all. Yeah, I don't like the the sports. I don't like are the ones that, you know, for some reason the Chinese are the best at it. Mm -hmm. Is like two people doing something at the same time. Like they just that's it. That's all. That's like synchronized swimming. Yeah, like or like diving. They just like two people doing a thing at the same. We're both going to jump off of this and try to land at the same time. Oh. And it's like, how is that? Well, shouldn't I, you guys be like, shouldn't the only way I'd be interested in that is if it's like aerial combat. Yeah. If like they're both jumping and then they have to fucking fight to the water or something <laughs> like that would be a fun Olympic sport. I still me. want stripping to be in the Olympics. It bothers me that it's not like pole how dancing and stuff. How can it bother you that it's not pole dancing in yes. the Olympics? Yes. Oh, the curling's in the Olympics, Sean. That's winter. So? You couldn't do stripping in the winter. Yeah, it's you too could. cold. They'd have to be summer. It's a summer okay, Olympic event. You're telling me that, that, that curling is a sport that like should be getting Olympic gold medals. These overweight white alcoholic men should be getting white, should be getting medals and strippers who are actually athletic You know what would be not? interesting is if you made pole dancing like a co-ed sport and women and men could compete against each other and women would win and it would be like this kind of cool thing for girls. I've seen some guys that guys do pole can... dancing and they're really good. Oh, I'm sure they are. I bet yeah. you like, uh, but then you know what? 
I dare Joe Rogan to start pole dancing, and then every fucking bro in this like, oh yeah, I gotta go to my pole dancing class. <laughs> but I do it in a sauna, so I have to wear these gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I do it in like sometimes I freeze and do it. Sometimes I freeze pole dance, and then sometimes I like sauna pole dance. I would love to then see more. But it requires moments. different hand gear, but it's still pretty sweet. But it is kind of interesting how every time there's a female-centric sport, men have to be like, "Well, I think we're going to start doing it now," like pole dancing and, and roller derby. Like oh, really? we're like, okay, we'll wear lingerie and we'll skate around, but can we please have a sport? Sure. But now guys want to be involved. Why? Why do men have to be involved? I felt the same way about girls in baseball. <laughs> And so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I never hear about girl baseball teams. I, I always hear about softball teams. I don't know if they're allowed yeah. to play baseball. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is, for sure, there's girl baseball. Yeah. And I was just joking. I know you were. But uh, it seemed fun at the time to do. I did see that lady from the Philippines win the first gold medal ever for the Philippines in weightlifting. They hadn't won before? They'd never, they'd never won for anything? And or then they went in that, I don't think they'd really? ever won a gold medal. And this girl, like, she won, like, in, in weightlifting. It was, she, it was really, like, I, that's, that's when you like the Olympics. That's when it's, like, nice and, like... Yeah, when you hear those little stories yeah. of, like, oh, that chick from Bermuda won. Or, yeah. like, it's power. Like, I think I figured out how you could be famous and suck anyways. Yeah. It's like, become like a long cyclist like a long distance cyclist yeah and then fuck it like when the race starts just bolt to the front and then like so you're in front and yeah. everybody else has to go like 300 kilometers so they're like taking it easy at the start but you're not doing any of the you're doing one kilometer and you're out so you go fucking full juice <laughs> and then the cameras are on you and they're like oh it's sean lacomber from canada <laughs> originally from fort saskatchewan like they do your little bio yeah, yeah, and yeah. talk about you and then and then just when you start to run out of energy, they're like, and now we're, ta- uh, now that, uh, okay, now we're going to take you over to some kayaking. <laughs> yeah. And then boom, they never show that race again. But so all anybody remembers is that Sean LeCombe was at some point in the lead. And then you fucking exit stage right. You don't complete the race. You do one <laughs> kilometer. But, yeah. you know, the guy who won the gold medal gets less publicity <laughs> because it wasn't on TV anymore. You know, I think th- these are good ideas that I have. Yeah. How was the... <laughs> How was the standings for the Olympic medals? Like, how many do we have? Um, I don't know. It's yeah. all women so far. Yeah, it's all girls. Of course it is. Of course <laughs> it is. Because all the pussies uh, came back for more. All the weak, all the <laughs> all weak men came back for more. Weak men that That's why men war. can never do anything at the Olympics. They're always terrible. Well, we've had a few good dudes, haven't we, over the years, I think. Uh, like, we had Ross Rebugliotti. I can't Rebugliotti. <laughs> what was the, the name of the guy that was really fast I like how you only runner. remember the guy that smoked weed. Donovan you, you remember, Bailey. Like, you remember the one guy who, like, smoked yeah. weed. You're well, like, because, guy, yeah, because that guy's awesome. What about Ross Rebugliotti? Did that girl that got caught, did she end up getting to go to the Olympics? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. But she did have to trim her nails. <laughs> but other than that, she was let go. She no, but did she get to go to the Olympics? Yeah, I think they did let her. Good, because they did. Yeah, they, they literally. Yeah, they liter- It was literally a public pressure campaign where of they course. were. Of like, course. Well, actually, we do look stupid here. And also, when is marijuana Weed. like uh, like yeah. an an enhancement? It's not like. No, it's, it's maybe a moral... for snowboarding because you just get in a groove and stuff. But he, I don't know. It's a moral play, right? It's it a is. moral of like, oh, the, our we're clean. Our athletes are clean. Oof. They don't do drugs and narcotics Whatever. and. You know, it's like, fuck off. That's these not what get, I hear. Yeah, these guys get I hear the Olympic the Village is disgusting. It's just like an STD 
train train because they just fuck everybody all the athletes and then all they these... go back and then you fu- and then you fuck everybody and then you go back to the person you first fucked yeah and then, start again. And, then... <laughs> yeah. and then everybody gets an std and they go home with medals and gonorrhea <laughs> very itchy i don't like the yeah i watched i've been watching some of it yeah canada like Whenever Canada's losing, I turn it off. That, I get yeah. so sad for Canadians. Or whenever America's winning, because I just don't want to see the, oh, we're the we're the great American. Like, having a rough go. America's yeah. having a rough go. Yeah, they're having a tough Olympics. Really? Like they're still doing really well. They're doing but, good, like, but not that good. No, they're not winning everything. That's kind of like nice. I think everybody's happy. And isn't Russia not there? Russia was not allowed to go. Their athletes are there, but they're like they have to wear a uniform that says like Russian athletic. Russian Olympic Committee or some shit. Why didn't they, why didn't Russia go? Well, Russia was like, they were kicked out of the Olympics for, I think. For doping? I think it was four years or maybe even longer than four years for um, a huge like doping program. Yeah. And a huge cheating ring that they were running and they just always denied. But yeah, so they were going to just say Russia couldn't go altogether. But then some of the athletes were like, well, I'm not fucking, do you think I'm hang? you think I have lunch with Putin? <laughs> like, I, I've never failed a drug yeah, test. Yeah, that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, like, I've never failed a drug test and I don't, I've never been to Putin's mansion. Like, I don't know what Yeah, I hate when on. a whole group is punished for the choices of a few. That's so they're allowed annoying. to go. They just can't wear like a Russian flag. They just have to wear like a weird, like, I'm just Kenny. <laughs> Well, Kenny just won a medal for Kenny. Just and now we're going to play here. the Kenny anthem. <laughs> Is there anyone named Kenny in Russia? <laughs> I don't think there's anyone there's named There's got to be a couple of Russian Kennys. You think there's a Kenneth? And then they just have to, like, write their own anthem. Like, oh, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> they can't play the Russian anthem, so they just have to play, like, your family anthem. <laughs> Did they have, like, a good opening? Did you watch the opening ceremonies? That's usually supposedly good. But nobody uh, can be there to watch it. Right, yeah, it's all just, yeah. I don't know what they did. I didn't really, I don't really pay attention to that shit. He's our flag bearer. Like, yeah. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Who your flag bearer is. Who gives a shit? How I, don't, do you I never watch the, the Olympics. The do you have to have TV or does it stream? Uh, I'm sure it streams, but I just have, like, I just CBC watch. CBC Jam app is free. Oh, CBC Jam, okay. Yeah, I just watch it. Like, CBC has it, like, fucking all day. All day long. All day. And Sportsnet and all that shit. It's on all the goddamn time, it never stops. So I've been watching it. It's pretty fun. Like, but if Canada's losing, I stop watching. Yeah. And if it's like, I don't know about like, I, you know, any water polo or water. So what the fuck is that? You're just, just exhausting. They're no, just. Flo- that does look exciting. Hockey. Men's field hockey. Ugh. Have you seen this? No. They're just fucking. They, they Isn't just, it lacrosse? Yeah, basically? they just have like a, it's no. like a. No, it's, it's like, like they have stick. these little stupid sticks. They have like, it's like a you know what are those things? Those Christmas things. Christmas mistletoe? No, the fucking the no. Why why can't I remember it? Trees? Oh, forget it. <laughs> Santa you guys Claus? are so stupid for not knowing what I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, they they just they're dumb. Like field hockey is dumb. Yeah, it's for, hard to watch. For girls or boys or both? Both. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible for both. I only knew it as a woman's sport. Though, yeah. Until I grew up. Until I grew up and got older and knew boys could do all the things girls could do. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah water polo looks like horrifying to me like like yes let's do cardio it's somewhere where you can drown <laughs> like, no yeah, thank it's you not, to be a goalie you're just like treading water your legs, oh, staying up and getting hit in the face with a ball a ball hits you in the face you're, yeah you're trying you're trying desperately to stay up and then a ball hits you in the face yeah guys can do that too not as well as girls. <laughs> you know, girls can do that, but girls can get hit in the face with balls way Are, Hey, wait, though. Is there synchronized swimming for men? Like, <laughs> that 
that's like my favorite. There is. That's my favorite. No, that's is a that's an SNL sketch. Have you never? Do you know that's? No. I'm not a really. You don't. That's like my favorite SNL sketch of all time. Oh, it's really? Martin Short and Christopher Guest and Harry Shearer, and they're like <laughs> Christopher Guest and Martin Short are brothers, and they're like synchronized swimmers that are going to the Olympics. And Martin Short's like, I'm not as strong. Swimmer. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like one I'm of the best. Strong. You've never seen that sketch. No. I'm sure you have. I don't. It's think legendary. It's really funny. I've missed out on a lot of legendary stuff. But yeah, that's one thing. There is no such thing as male synchronized swimming. I don't think. No. Not that I'm aware of. There no. isn't. It's not in the Olympics. No. This is fucking bullshit. It is, uh, well, you know what, Sean? There, yeah, why don't you start training? Well, you and Jim. Yeah. We. Yeah, we just want, we we're just a couple of guys that want to do a little synchro and represent our country. Yeah, but you got to wear a tiny Speedo. I don't care about a tiny Speedo in that situation because I'm underwater. I'm mostly plugged. underwater. Yeah. And okay. the nose plug. Yeah. yeah, the nose plug's weird. Yeah. We could just do, yeah, we're mostly like all underwater. Yeah. Not oh, even yeah. exposing anything. We're yeah. Be yeah. You're breathing all underwater. The two thing is see how long we can hold, hold our breath. Hold your breath. Yes, that's right. Check because men always do shit like that. I remember I did CrossFit and men... <laughs> would always puke. Women would never puke because women knew when to stop and it was too much. Like I, I brought a friend once with me and he came on like a really bad day to come. They were filming something. So it was an extra hard one. And I said, honestly, when you, it's your first time, like if you start to feel t- like stop and he's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then at the end of it, he was like sitting there like at <laughs> the front door. I was like, are you okay? He goes, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, and I was like, oh, you're going to be okay. Like, it wasn't bad. He's like, no, I'm not okay. And he, I puke so much. I never see women push themselves that hard that they puke. It's always guys that can't. Well, because we go, like, sexually, we go till we come and then we stop. And, like, exercise-wise, we, we go till we puke and then we stop. Why? Whereas girls are used to, like, being, like, sometimes Faking sometimes it? you just have sex. <laughs> sometimes you just exercise. Most times you, finish your workout. Most yeah. times you don't ever finish your workout. Yeah, yeah. there's no point Let's in be honest. faking most, the end of this workout. Most yeah. times you head to the bathroom after. Right, so guys are like, you go till you fucking come out of your mouth. <laughs> that's what you, you do. Till you mouth ejaculate. That, yeah, that's what exercise is. You keep fucking that, you keep fucking that bike until you mouth come. <laughs> So I can totally see why those guys did that. Yeah, but that's how we yeah, guys exercise. just like they they can't like imagine not winning something or just like not looking like the champion, the, the champion winner. of the world yeah. <laughs> at a CrossFit class. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, I don't know. Well, there's a lot of girls there to impress, probably, right? Yeah. So he was like, look, I, well, bet, I mean, I, was I hope they no, I hope they notice that I'm doing two extra revolutions per minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what he's and we never do. And they don't. No, not really. Yeah, they're just like. What the fuck's that guy's problem? Yeah. yeah oh, know. we noticed oh, you puking. Oh, the puke. And we were like, look at this idiot. Didn't know when to stop. He couldn't even like, oh, I'm going to puke and then go to the bathroom. He had to like puke right off the... Like, I think he was like coming to terms with it and then he really came to terms with it. Oh, I'm coming to terms with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand people that puke in public. Like, don't you get that warning? Don't you get that ding-a-ling-a-ling and you got to get up and go to the bathroom? I don't Cold know if sweat, I've ever done swallowing. like a full public puke swallowing that's what we the mouth the water mouth gets super watery yeah yeah i can't have i ever puked hard in public because it's not like a diarrhea situation where you're like i think i'm gonna fart and then it's diarrhea yeah. you made a mistake it's <laughs> not like I'm that gonna, i think well i'm you're sure not, somebody's been like i think i'm gonna burp no nobody's, i'm sure you that's think happened so? somebody's like oh, i gotta yeah. let a big belch go i'm oh. sure that's <laughs> oh wait happened. a minute that was a puke I'm i did not know that was a puke. positive that's i thought happened. i had a belch in there I'm but that positive. was actually two liters of vomit <laughs> 
This, okay, I, don't know I did. Anybody's ever done that. Chris Locke actually this week reminded me that I did puke in public one time. We were on oh, George Street. Really? We were on George Street, and this like junior hockey team came to the show or something. And which one of you wants to fuck? Blah. No, gross. No, I don't. Oh, no, no okay, I don't sorry. fuck hockey players. But uh, no, so we were out and they they wanted to screech us in. I've been screeched in eight thousand. Every time you go, you yeah. get screeched in. I need but, to get screeched out. <laughs> yeah, I screeched me out. But I remember like getting screeched in, and then they kept on bringing drinks, doubles, 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 and I, uh, I kind of remember this that I just grabbed a pint glass and puked. <laughs> But that's normal on George Street. Like that that's is. that's that just like that happens on George Street. Every, every fourth pint is filled with vomit. It's filled with vomit. George Street. Yeah, that's what how it, that's they're how you making, do. They're all doing. If music. you don't vomit into a pint glass, you really didn't do George Street right. George Street's fun. Yeah, it is. It can be fun. I've only had fun times on that street. I think John Dore. I think it was on George Street once with John Dore, and then John Dore took over. Like they were just singing music, and then he was up there. And oh I was like, Holy really? Shit, what's he doing up that's there? That's awesome. He was, like, doing music with him or something. I remember once I went to with. Uh, I, I did like uh, Newfoundland with Matt Billen and Derek Sagan and Matt Billen. I like I had to like babysit these two all the way down because they were both starting fights with everybody. Like Matt Billen like said something shitty to this one dude and then he went to buy him a shot and then the guy took the shot and threw the shot glass at Matt Billen's back and then they started fighting. I don't know. It's always a good time though on George Street. Unless I, the guys are fighting. Well, you just break it up. I mean, that's the one cool thing about there is like people will fight then afterwards they'll be like good game <laughs> and i forgot to do my third i was i want to get to this because okay. it's important this it's is an ongoing important. series right this is like teaching people something okay unlike the rest of our bullshit do you want to do that on this episode or next episode? no i'll do this is the third one okay, there's gonna be on like a hundred okay this is, th- this is crowd work okay yes and i'll do it on you okay and this is pretty easy what you do is you ask Ask the person a series of questions that should be easy to answer, mm-hmm. that they should have immediately, like right away. Yeah. And you just, and you ask, you keep asking them those questions until they hesitate to answer. And then you pounce on them yeah. and humiliate them for not knowing the answer to that right away. Okay. So it's pretty, so you get to, so pretend you didn't just hear that. Okay. <laughs> You're just a crowd member. All right. And I'm just like, I'm doing a guest spot. Okay, at, uh, here I am, a I'm crowd doing member. A, I'm doing a guest spot at the, com- I'm doing a guest spot at the Comedy Factory. Oh, not this guy again. <laughs> Every time I come, he's here. <laughs> uh, hey, how's it going? What, uh, what's your name? Kathleen. Uh, what do you do? I'm a waitress. <laughs> oh, how long you been doing that? Forever. Can't give me a fucking time frame? No. What are you, fucking stupid? You don't, even know, you don't even know how long you've been a waitress? Yes, I'm stupid. There you and that's it. You've, you just, you've like, just uncovered, uncovered some trauma inside of me. Yeah, yeah, so that's what you just wait for them to give you, like, yeah. either a vague answer or whatever. Oh, and yeah. And you just, you just say, fuck. Usually it's like a guy will be When's like... When's your wedding anniversary? Yeah, like, oh, how long have you guys yeah. been married? Whatever. Oh, yeah, and they're like, know. uh... And then you're like, well, you don't even know about it! You know? Yeah. So that's really the, the... All you really need to do is nail that voice. Yeah. I'm like, he doesn't even fucking know! Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as you hit that tone... Yeah. That, the crowd's like, he's right. How did the guy not know? But you're just plowing them with questions. Yeah. And eventually somebody's gonna, like, snap and not know right away. And then you just go dive right down their throat. <laughs> so that's crowd work. Yeah. It's pretty easy. I like crowd work. Crowd work is fun. I wonder, I'm trying to remember when I felt comfortable enough that I'm like, okay, I'm doing it and I'm okay at it. I'm trying to think of like when around, like what point. In Usually my... it's when you stop caring if you have a good set. Yeah. Like as soon as I stopped caring whether or not I had a good set, then yeah. crowd work got easy. Yeah. Because it's like, this isn't going very well, Who but cares? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. 
but it's fun, right? It's more fun than, especially if you're emceeing, you know, yeah. you're like, I don't want to tell jokes. I just want to be like, look at this dummy. Yeah. Look at this stupid. <laughs> usually there, and usually there's funny stories in the crowd, right? Something weird is happening. Yeah. Some weird, some guy's got a weird ass job. Once in a like, while it will work out, but then like, yeah, but sometimes they don't shut up either. Like, I had somebody that like two years ago worked at like a video rental store still or something. And I oh just like God. talked to him for 15 minutes yeah. about like, what's that like? I think those are going to come back. I think VHS is going to come back as a nostalgia thing. Because I've been seeing on TikTok, they're like, uh, kids are talking about VHS. I'm like, oh, kids are starting to talk about and it. And that's a perfect nostalgia bit. Like, no, you guys just fucking... You you got your movies on the cloud. You don't even have to rewind your movies it. Movies are on the cloud. Yeah. We used to have to watch them down here on Earth. We had to be kind and rewind. Yeah, <laughs> you rewind. You got to charge an extra. You... Yeah, we did. You get a rewinding charge? Uh, I don't think I ever got a rewinding charge, but I was always late. Like, late, yeah. always late. And yeah. of course, I never knew until I'm trying to get the next hot release yeah and then they're like that's 9712 <laughs> you you're like but i just want to watch top gun too <laughs> and they're like i'm sorry but everything you've ever returned was late and you're like i have a you're like okay because all back then too you had like you know you always had like three stores near you yeah so you could be like oh you want to charge me late fees bitch and then i'm gonna go to movie matters I don't need you guys down here at this stink hole. Yeah. So you would just like bounce around. But then there would always be that one time where you would go to the two that weren't charging you late fees and they didn't have the movie. Yeah. So you're like, fuck, I have to go to that one that's going to charge me all those late fees. And you just had to fucking man up and do it. Do you remember when they first came out and you had like, you could go to like the 7-Eleven and they would only have one copy. So you would have to just like... Please have Ghostbusters. Please have Ghostbusters. And it would be gone. Fuck. I've had that rented little, you know, that little smiley face rented thing on it. Yeah, and you're like, sorry. And I remember when Blockbuster came and like blew my mind. I'm like, there's 10 copies? 10 copies? There was almost too many at that point. But no, it blew I walked in my there and I was like, ah, mind. this is too many goddamn movies. I miss Blockbuster. I miss that whole like going out, getting a pizza, getting a Blockbuster, coming home. Like now you don't have to put any effort into anything. No, you just throw it you just deliver. You just order delivery. It comes to your door, and you just hit. I guess it, I am feeling really old right for, now. We forget about how much exercise we got passively just from living. Yeah, right. Right, like we got so like I got to walk to the thing, and yeah. then I got to walk around the movie store, and yeah. like that was all t- like fucking two thousand steps because you're like, well, I got to get something, an old one and a new yeah. one. Wally is going to happen. Just sit there. We Wally just sit is there. going to happen. You know, what Wally, that? that movie, Wally. I've heard of where it, he's yeah. like that little robot, and then he's. He's like a trash compactor, I think, and then he finds this spaceship, and all the people on it are all humans, but they're all morbidly obese, and they all like ride around in chairs, and like things just like a mouth just feeds them, and they just have a screen right in their face. Like that's gonna happen. That is happening, actually. Yeah. Like I had like a family today at at the restaurant, and first of all, fuck these people. They were so annoying. They like came in and they were like, um, uh. I said, you can't sit on the patio because you can't have kids on the patio because it's licensed out there. And they're like, oh, so, like, you only have one seat. I'm like, yeah. They're like, if another table opens, can we move to it? I'm like, what restaurant have you ever been where you're just, like, sitting in the middle of your meal? Like, oh, let's get that table instead. That was really annoying for them. And then they kept on asking questions. And they were like, well, you're giving us a lot of no's and not a lot of yeses. And they're like, can we, do you guys have queso? Do you guys have ground beef? I'm like, this is not Tex-Mex. Like, this is, 
Like, this is what we have. If you don't like it, just go. Get like, I don't here. understand people who, like, want us to change t- to help them. Yeah, it's annoying when people don't understand what leverage is. Yeah. But it's like, listen, you're acting like you have all this leverage. And you have none. This Leave. is not Burger King. Yeah, we, we don't, don't care. Leave. You tip. They tip 7%. Excuse me. Can we fucking sit over there? They like, are you going to say no to me again? Because I will take. so awful. I will take my business elsewhere. Please do. You're the people that we don't want here. Like, so these kids. But then they had these two kids. And the kids were, like, on their phone the whole time. Just watching stuff. I'm like. I get, like, some screen time is cool, but, like, just that's the only way you can pacify your children. And then this is another dumb parent thing that happened at the restaurant. This couple came in with, like, a little baby, and uh, I went to drop off their food, and they had a whole Jollibee meal out. And I was, like, uh... So I just went... I'm, like, I'm not dealing with this. So I got my manager, and I'm, like, they... Jolly... Like, like from another restaurant, Jollibee. Oh, okay. A full meal. Like, boxes... A bucket of chicken. What? Yeah. That's pretty cool. But wait. So then they were like, so my manager goes over and she goes, hi, so you can't have outside food and you're in a restaurant. like, And she's like, oh, it's for my son. Okay. But well, if it was baby carrots or Cheerios, that's one thing, but you have a full meal. And then they're like, uh, you can't have that out. And she's like, they got all mad. And then they asked for the boxes to pack up their food. And then she goes over and the woman is crying because we told her to put her food away. Like how fucking entitled are you? And it blows my mind when parents think that we have to bend over backwards for them. I'm like, I'm sorry. You had a kid. You knew you wouldn't be able to do everything you used to be able to do. It's the same thing when you get a dog. Like you can't go out all weekend and not come back. You have to go back every night. Like, yeah. Like I'm not bending over backwards because you decided to have a kid. Yeah, like I don't fucking care. You actually get less than what other people get because why are you bringing your kid to this restaurant that's basically a bar? Like yeah, and everybody and any kid that's gonna go there's like it's so spicy. Yes. So you're like, well, we're not gonna go Mexican. So yeah, when you have a kid, you're like, well, we're not gonna go Mexican because they're gonna just talk about how fucking spicy, spicy everything, everything is. is. We're yeah. not gonna go Indian because they're just gonna say how fucking spicy everything is. Yeah. So we'll just go to Noodle Zone. We'll go to Boston Pizza. We'll go, go to, to a, a place fa- with noodles. But they were like, they so they left a really bad Google review that's actually quite funny because it's like ridiculous. But I wasn't even allowed to eat a full meal from another restaurant. Basically, but they but they don't say that. They said we just had a little bit of food out for our son to eat, and they told us to put it away so my son couldn't eat and blah 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 blah. And it's like. Did you mention that you had a full bucket of chicken on table on the table at the at the Mexican restaurant? Like, oh my god, I just like I I cannot. Yeah, I mean, I do that too. Like, you know, sometimes well, I'll be somewhere and I'm like, oh, you got to put that away. You know, yeah. it's kind of common knowledge that like I can't be in this guy's house and eating that guy's food. You know, I I've never really in that. my life like what world do you live in that you like this isn't a food court. You came into a restaurant. You can't. Just take out whatever you want, like, to take out. I don't know. I'm just getting so sick of humans, I think, working with them still in the public. Like, even today, we had all these people get takeout because we didn't have a table when they first came in. But then when they were leaving, the patio was open, so they just went and sat and ate on the patio and left their fucking garbage everywhere and didn't tip and didn't do anything. And I'm just like, I fucking hate humans. I'm, I'm Like, humans are... More people should have died in COVID. I'm disappointed that more people survived. I wish it had killed off like 90% of us. 
I'm glad you're having a good week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to figure out uh, who you're going to vote for in the upcoming oh. mayoral election. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound like a Mike Nickel gal. Fuck that. <laughs> Mike Nickel, though, I, he has on his things, like, it's time for you to get ahead. And I just want to go around and, like, take the A off. And so, like, it's time for you to get time ahead. Time for you to get And blown. I'm like, hey, this guy just wants us all to come. So maybe we should vote for him. <laughs> he seems like a good guy. He's gone to, like, the ethics committee, like, a dozen times. And he still is like, no, I'm going to be the mayor. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Local we, politics is We should ridiculous. probably wrap it up. Here. Yeah, we should. I, I got a scratchy. Sorry, I just okay. got all... I just remembered all that shit that I had to deal with today at work, and hey, I'm just it's like... it's okay. <laughs> I don't know if this podcast has enough listeners for this to be considered real therapy. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you got to talk shit out. In a therapist's office, there's only one listener. There's only one listener yeah. in a therapist's office. That's perfect. Let me listen to you in your thoughts. Okay, let's see if we won. Um, I got a bigger spin. We could win a million dollars. So Okay. All right. Here we go. Think, Let's try to think positive. Think positive. It's a non Okay. God damn it. What is the point of being like, positive? Like, I know that gambling isn't going to ever work, but I just wanted to work to once. Eventually. Gambling has to pay off eventually, eventually. said the casino goer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to casinos, dude. Those are my favorite dudes when you go into a casino. And yeah. All just, and you're just like, that's a type of dude. Who's just like, I'm going to be in here for, I'm, I'm going to be in here a lot. Yeah. It's like money, is money fun? Like money is great to have, but it's not, is it fun to win? Like, yeah. It's not fun to lose. I can tell you that. It's really horrible to lose. <laughs> I don't know. It's to me, horrible I've always to been lose. like, it's horrible to lose money. It's fun to win money. But they I, just hope that you will always have that feeling of winning inside of you. That you want to feel that feeling again, mm-hmm. so you'll pay to feel that feeling again. One time I won 60000 yeah. one day it'll happen It'll again. happen again. It'll happen again. Trying to get that big high. We took John and Chris and Adrian Fish to the strippers uh, when they yeah. were here, and Chris was really good at a loony game, uh, but John was not comfortable there at all. Like, he just was like, what? <laughs> like, you can't hear anything. Strip clubs are crazy. But it was actually quite entertaining watching him interact with people at the oh, strip club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be entertaining. He to took watch it for John the team. Strip club. Yeah, he took it for the team. It was pretty funny. My dog is eating ants. That's team. fair. That's disgusting. Well, thanks for being my therapy session. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Sorry Hope for you blowing have a up. Week. Um, yeah, so we'll do it. We'll do like uh, those lessons didn't go well, but we'll keep doing it. Okay. You know, it's for people that uh, are just like, hey, I just want to do. I want to do comedy, but I don't. Want, I don't need. I, you don't need to be good at it, right? You can just like literally use this template of like. Ask somebody questions. Yeah, Jim, ask treat. around. Ask a, Find out what new comics want to know. Because you see lots of new comics. You go to the mics and stuff more than us. But <laughs> we oh, should I'm at go them more. All the time. You're, oh, yeah, you're I'm at them all the time. On, I'm always working on new you stuff. You didn't even come to the festival this weekend, you wiener. No, I was supposed to, and I thought I was going to go. But, that, you know, that, that, that's the other thing about taking ADHD medication. It's yeah. like I'm doing stuff now. Are you taking ADHD medication? Well, just like just recreationally. <laughs> but, like I'm taking it. Not prescription. Like, no, but it's like, this is it great. Works. This is awesome. It works. But now I'm like, I'm in the middle of doing stuff. Oh. And then I'm like, oh, I got to do, I'm still painting that, or I'm still doing that. And then I'm like, uh, and then I, I could. It's like nine, and I'm done. And I'm like, you missed a fun time. I could go, but I'm just like, fuck. I got to drive a Lexus the whole weekend. It had air conditioned seats. That is pretty sweet. Fuck, it was great. I was so sad. <laughs> they like, we'll take the keys back. I'm like, I guess. Why? I want to keep it. They even have parking for Lexus owners at the airport. Oh. Like, I was looking for a spot. I'm like, oh, there's all these spots. I'm never going to find a spot. And then I just pull up in eight spots. Lexus 
drivers. I'm like, Jesus oh Christ, fucking rich people. What an awesome thing to I know, right? Smart by Lexus to like do Like, you that. still have to pay for parking, but, like, these spots are all open, and they're right at the door. That's amazing. They have it, I guess, at every Canadian airport. Anyway. Well, thanks for listening. Do we have to talk about anything else? I don't think so. We'll, else, we'll think no? about it for next week. Yeah. This has been, uh, how long? Like an oh, an hour 15. Oh, my Holy God. fuck. We gotta get an alarm. No, we we're fine. We have to fine. get a pod alarm where it just. Ee, ee. I'll, do, I'll do this alarm. We're just giving everyone extra shit. You're welcome yeah. for free. You're yeah. welcome. We love doing this. <laughs> Not all content is worth listening to. That's true. But, all right. All right. <laughs> See you later. Goodbye. <laughs>